Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bringing Healthy Back podcast. We are so excited to have you and just want to welcome you to our crazy chaos of lives. And hopefully you guys will learn more from us faster and quicker than it took us to learn. So that's what we're here for. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining us. I am Coach Maria and this is Coach Stephanie. Um, we are going to be talking about some great stuff today. So I hope that you guys have a blast and learn a lot from us. Uh, Steph, why don't you tell them a little bit about what we are going to be learning about today, talking about? Yeah, so um, something that a lot of people struggle with, and um, I personally have in the past, it is fatigue and the midday crash when you eat lunch at work and then two o'clock hits and you're like nodding off at your desk um, or where you just don't feel like you have enough energy. Um, so we're going to dive into that a little bit and talk about ways that we can um, fix that. That's awesome. And there is no better day to be talking about this than today because here in Cleveland, it is a very cloudy, rainy, and one of those days where you just want to curl up on the couch and watch a movie. So. Yes, very gloomy. Yes, yucky yuck. All right, so you want to kick it off with our first one where we're going to talk about what affects our midday crashes? Why do they happen? Yeah, so sleep is one of the biggest things. A lot of times we don't realize that we're not getting enough sleep. Um, you know, if your circadian rhythm is off, you're not getting morning sunlight or you're going to bed way too late. Um, and then, of course, the amount of sleep that you get um, has a huge impact on how you feel later in the day. So you may wake up feeling not rested, but then you get a little energy as you're going. You may even wake up feeling rested. Um, you may not know that you're not getting enough sleep unless you're physically tracking it and checking it. Um, so then that, that two o'clock hour hits, and um, if your circadian rhythm's off, you could crash and start feeling super drowsy or like you don't have any energy to get through the rest of your day. Yeah. And, you know, this is super important with kids heading back to school too, to be talking about sleep. Um, kids, I think at an alarming rate are getting worse sleep now than ever because of these devices, TVs in the room, um, just constant go, go, go. And they have a hard time settling down and getting, to, um, getting a good night's rest. And, you know, that 2 p.m. crash or 1 p.m. whenever it happens for them, could be in the middle of a very important, you know, class that they need to be attention is paying attention to, and they just crash their brain just goes. So this is important for kids too to really be understanding this information um, and and making some positive changes. So that's awesome. Yeah, sleep is super. Yeah. Important. and all of these video games and technology is absolutely throwing off their circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. um, they're not their sleep cycles are not going through the cycle that they need to go through. And, you know, they may show it in different ways than adults do, whether it's getting crabby or, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, they can experience it too. And we certainly don't want that for them to crash no. while they're at school. No, no, absolutely. Um, so the second thing we're going to be talking about and giving solutions for is food. So a lot of people don't recognize it until they start keeping track of it. But food really has a lot to do with that crash in the midday what you're putting in your body is so important. So, you know, a lot of times when I'm working with clients and they're dealing with this fatigue in the middle of the afternoon, we'll talk about what did you have for lunch? 
well, I ran to, I was busy. I had no time. I ran to Chick-fil-A and I got a sandwich. You know, everyone thinks Chick-fil-A is like the healthier option. And I don't want to burst your people's bubbles, but it's not at all. Great marketing. (laughs) Yay. But not healthier. Um, So you got to really pay attention to what you're eating for lunch. And we'll talk about solutions for that. But nutrition plays a key role in it. And you can almost track it back to what you're eating because within a few hours of eating something that's super high carb, maybe high sugar, and not really density um, or nutrient dense, you're going to start to feel that crash coming on. So it's really interesting when people start to keep food journals and they can look back and see nutrition has a huge effect on that midday crash. Absolutely. I think this is the biggest thing in my own personal journey and my personal story um, is the food issue. Because the first time I did that 10-day healthy eating challenge where I cut out all the processed food and sugar, um, which, by the way, you know, when people talk about sugar, we're just not talking about you having a candy bar or ice cream. They're processed foods that you think are salty and don't have any sugar added to them things out of a box, even pasta, you know, some of the, a lot of this stuff has added sugar in it. So you're, you may not be thinking, well, I like, I don't eat a lot of sugar. I'm not a sweet tooth person. I'm a salty person. All of that stuff has sugar, high fructose, high fructose corn syrup, those things. So when I did that 10 day healthy eating challenge and cut out all the the garbage, it was within a few days and I know we've discussed this earlier in some of our other podcasts, but it does not take long. Once you cut out the bad stuff and are putting in whole real food, um, that you'll feel the energy within a few days, sometimes even one day. Um, and it completely got rid of just, this is just me, but it completely got rid of my, my midday crash and my fatigue. I had energy I didn't know I could have. So the nutrition part and the, the food part, um, is the biggest part of my story. So take that to heart and see if there's anything that you can do to implement those changes. Yeah. And one important thing too, as we're going along this list of things that will contribute to this crash, it's important to remember sometimes it is just one thing, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's when you change your nutrition, your sleep improves. So then the nutrition and the sleep gets improved. And then it's what I call layering. Like with health, it's never one thing ever. It's always like a layering effect. And as you start to work on all the different layers, that's when your optimal health and your optimal self comes through. So I think that was a great point to uh, point out that nutrition is definitely a role in this, but it's not just nutrition because sometimes people with pretty good nutrition still deal with it Mm -hmm. because of other factors too. So it's important to figure out what it is for you. So what's the next one, girl? All right, we got blood sugar, which um, kind of relates a little bit to the food part, um, but that may be something that you need to have checked or um, something that you can keep track of, again, yourself. Um, So if you're having lots of blood sugar spikes, if you are consuming things that spike your blood sugar, um, like the processed food, this can even include healthy things like fruit. If you're just eating a piece of fruit by itself, um, you need to pair it with a little bit of protein so that it doesn't spike as high. Um, but that's something that you, you know is happening internally that you may not, 
you know, know or be paying attention to. So your blood sugar is, is definitely very important. Yeah. And always just to be paying attention to, because a lot of times people have these spikes and, and issues with blood sugar, it could be a sign of prediabetes or diabetic, you know, like your diabetic prediabetes. And so that's something even more serious that you need to definitely get checked out and get figured out if the blood sugar is what's causing it. So absolutely. absolutely. What do we got next on our list? We have exercise. So, exercise, guys, I know it's crazy, but just think about this. Like, think about the times that you're sitting on a beach all day, literally doing nothing, right? Nothing. But then you're exhausted. Versus days where you have a great workout in the morning, you're loaded with energy, you're active all throughout the day, you're never really sitting down. You're active, you're, you've got energy all day. So, what's happening, especially in these last year, of people working from home and being home all the time, we're getting so sedentary that we are not moving enough. And that really does contribute to that crash. If you notice you're at your desk all day, more than likely you're gonna deal with a little bit of fatigue in the afternoon because you're not getting your body moving. So exercise or lack thereof is a very important factor when it comes to dealing with that afternoon fatigue. Yeah, and if you can push through that feeling of not wanting to, or I'm too tired, if you can just push through it a couple times and see how much better you feel after exercising and how much energy it gives you, um, it'll hopefully encourage you to, to, to incorporate that into your routine. Oh yeah. You sell, you sell yourself on it, right? Like you're like, yep, this is what I needed. So yeah, absolutely. All right. What else? Um, nutrient deficiency is another key in this whole fatigue issue um, and something that you would have to have tested for because um, we don't know unless we we get the numbers. Um, so something that you can ask your doctor about. Um, some things that you may be lacking in that you maybe not be thinking of is copper. Um, another personal story for me, I got my blood results back, never, never gave copper and zinc a, a second thought. Um, but I was low. So that may be something that you need to um, supplement in. Uh, vitamin A, vitamin B, specifically B12, um, huge factor. Oh, one of the first things your doctor will check along with your thyroid if you're complaining of fatigue is vitamin B. Um, <laughs> what? They should. They, they should. They should. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't say that they do. <laughs> they should, yeah. A lot of times I, I will have people say, well, I asked my doctor to do a vitamin and mineral panel and they looked at me like crazy. Like, why, why would you do that? And, you know, it's unfortunate, but that's why I really push people to go to functional medical doctors because they really do get to the root cause. It's not and they're just more schooled in it. Unfortunately, uh, conventional doctors don't have any nutritional classes when they're getting their degree. So it's not their fault. They're just not made aware of it. Where functional medicine is way more grounded in getting to the root cause of things. So that was yeah. the first time I had my copper and zinc checked was when I went to a functional medicine doctor. Um, never had been checked before. Uh, vitamin D is, is the other thing. Yeah. Um, so many people lacking in and can definitely affect your energy. Absolutely. That's a great one. Um, and the last one we're going to talk about today is my favorite supplement. I always call it a supplement. 
it's water hydration. Um, people don't realize that you can be exhausted just from the lack of water and dehydration. Like this is something that's an easy fix for us, but yet it's so hard. I will tell you, and you know that water is the hardest thing for me. I've got to constantly be trying different water bottles, constantly be trying different techniques. <laughs> and it's just one of those things that it just doesn't come easy. You tell me to eat clean, I gotcha. I get it. It's easy for me. But tell me to get at least half my body weight in ounces of water every day, I, it's a struggle. But it's a really big, important factor when it comes to fatigue in the afternoon. So we have to talk about hydration. Yeah. Yeah, you, you've got like this insane water bottle that you just rock every day. Yeah. Just, I wish I had it next to me. I don't. I but, know. Uh, yeah, it's huge. It's almost a gallon, but you know, it's a motivational gallon water bottle and it definitely helps me for sure, I, which so I got funny. from you. I know. I, <laughs> these like, I'm telling you, I'm like a great speaker, but like, I can't get myself to do what I tell you to do sometimes. I, I'm not a hypocrite. I really do try, but it's not as easy as it looks. Um, I, there's a water bottle out now that one of my clients told me about, she got that actually beeps at you and like tells you to drink. If you're not on target to get all your water in for the day, I'm like, Oh my God. Love that. That's your next water bottle. Clearly <laughs> that I is a I Maria that. water bottle. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we can't talk about all the problems without giving people like real life. I want to know what to do today solutions. And before we get into this, I just want you guys to know, get your pen and papers out, right? And start taking notes, but don't be overwhelmed. Stephanie and I did not do all of these solutions overnight. We did one thing at a time, implemented maybe one a week, um, depending on your, how comfortable you are with stuff. But no shame in the slow game. Take your time because when you take your time, it lasts and then you actually stick to it. So um, you want to give some of the, your sleep tips that you like? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the things I've learned over this journey is getting sunlight first thing in the morning, like as it rises, um, has a huge effect on your body. And like I discussed earlier, your circadian rhythm. Um, so if that's something that you can do, it's difficult for where we are in Ohio, because in the winter months, we can't get up and, you know, go sit in the snow. Um, and a lot of the times the sun's not even out, but if you can do that, get the sun first thing in the morning, there's also some red light lamps that you can get for your home. It's called red light therapy. Um, we can recommend some maybe in the show notes. I know Juve is, is super popular, um, but that will also help with your sleep. Um, getting to bed um, around 10 p.m. if you can is huge because um, you can always refer back to our, our sleep podcast. We talk a lot about this and what happens between 10 and 10 p.m. and 2, 2 a.m. Um, and your sleep cycle and how important that is. Um, you want to try and have a, a cool, dark room. So around 68 degrees if you mm -hmm. can. Um, I personally use an eye mask because I am sensitive to light. This is like my clock bothers me. Um, so I've actually considered taking that out, but I like being able to like wake up in the morning and see what time it is. So um, I haven't taken the clock out yet, but the slightest bit of light bothers me. Um, and it may not for you, but an eye mask is definitely something that's 
cheap and easy to incorporate. Um, you want to get off your screens and your phones an hour before bed um, to give your brain time to shut down and process that it's nighttime. Um, keep your Wi-Fi, I would say, as far away from you as possible. But um, you don't want it in your room. That can cause the EMFs to disrupt your, your brain and your, while you're sleeping. Um, weighted blankets are great and, you know, easily attainable. And then if you are exercising, you want to do it three hours before bed. Um, once you start going later than that and exercising really close to bed, again, your body can't shut down and process properly. Absolutely. Uh, one I would add to that I just thought of was, um, diffusing oil and we're going to oils. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that even like getting energy, but having a hard time going to sleep, having a diffuser in your room and using oils really does help, especially lavender. Is so lavender, yeah. So that's always a good one. Yes. Those are great tips. And I tell you, I think I do most everything that you said. Um, I have an eye mask. My, I, I do have a weighted blanket that I, I haven't been using cause it's been too hot, but, um, I love a weighted blanket. It just like calms your body down and yes to everything you said. That was awesome. I love it. Um, I'm going to go on to the solutions for food. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that people don't realize is, okay, we do intermittent fasting. I know I do, you do. Um, so when I talk breakfast, when I say that, I mean the break after your fast. That's kind of what breakfast is. So whether you have breakfast at 6 a.m., I have breakfast at 10 or 11. Like I still haven't ate yet today. Me neither. Um, yeah, <laughs> so... I just want to make sure that like when people hear me talk about breakfast, I don't mean right away. It can be whenever. Now, of course, you know, when these kids are going off to school, you want to get them a good breakfast. You don't want them falling asleep in class at one or two. So breakfast needs to be good protein. Um, Pop-tarts and bread with, you know, jelly and things like this, that is not going to get you or your children ready for the day ahead. Or sugar cereals. Oh, Fruit yes. No, no. Yeah. Fruity pebbles, no. No. Food dyes and sugar are not a good way to start your day. No, not at all. And, you know, one of the tricks that I, I talk about with people when, you know, you're, give, you're getting through this with your kids and trying to teach them how to eat healthy, or maybe you yourself are just a cereal addict and you love it, right? There's some good organic cereals that are swaps for Fruit Loops and swaps for Cheerios and things like that. And that's fine, but it should never be considered a meal. There's nothing nutritious, even in healthier, quote unquote, cereal, there's nothing nutritious. So make a deal with the kids. If you or yourself, if you're going to have cereal, then you need to make sure you pair it with some eggs or maybe a protein shake, maybe a good quality protein shake, something. But you've got to get that protein in in the morning when you're either headed off to work or you're um, headed off to, the kids are headed off to school. So that's really important. High carbs gives you quick energy really fast, but that's when you get that crazy crash. And then you're also very hungry after, you know, having those carbs. Um, so same thing with lunch though, having a well-balanced meal at lunchtime is super important. Um, protein is gonna make you stay fuller longer and it's going to give you energy longer. 
carbs are going to give you a quick spike, but they're going to come with a crash. So it's the same thing at lunch. So, you know, like even a great salad at lunch is awesome, but you got to have the protein in there. So sliced chicken, if you're vegetarian, some good organic tofu, um, whatever you can do for uh, chia seeds, hemp seeds, like sometimes I'll sprinkle that on the salad just to get some more protein. So whatever you can get your protein sources from, but get it, or maybe you eat breakfast and have a protein shake for lunch. Just make sure you're thinking in your mind, protein, protein, protein. When you're making a list of your foods of what you're eating, and you see that that crash comes at two or three, and you're eating lunch at 11 or 12, lo and behold, it's probably because you've got a lot of carbs in that lunch. And you just need to flip it. You need to get more protein is what I'm thinking. So what do you think about that? I think that is all incredible advice. Um, I used to have the frozen, I don't want to, well, I guess I can, but um, I used to have the frozen replace, you know, frozen meals for lunch. Oh, I would yeah. take them with, to like, it's just the easiest thing I grab, you know, and a lean cuisine has less calories than the other ones. Oh, <laughs> now I think about what I was trying to give myself to, you know, keep me energized throughout the day. And that was not, not a good thing to do. And it's, it's so common and I, I get it. I can completely relate, um, you know, stocking up and buying a week's worth of that stuff and being able to throw it in your bag and head out, um, you know, maybe a time saver, but it's, it's going to cost you in the end. Yeah, absolutely. I know that Primal Kitchen came out with some frozen meals. Um, and they are whole 30 and paleo, all of them. Um, nothing ever substitutes fresh food and whole food nutrition. But if you are in a crunch and you just, it's just impossible, you're not going to be able to make those salads or for whatever reason, you don't like salad and you want a meal. Primal Kitchen um, does have that as an option. So I would always suggest that too. That's, that's better than elite cuisine. Trust me. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Next one on the list we talked about was blood sugar. So Steph, what are some things that you can do to help regulate your blood sugar or keep track of it? So they have blood sugar monitors that are available to you at most of the drugstores. Um, you can check it yourself. Um, I, you know, that was my son was having some issues and that was something I thought maybe was the problem. Um, but we had some other things checked out. Um, but I was this close to ordering a blood sugar monitor for him. Um, super easy. And you can jot it down, keep track. Some of the monitors keep track for you. Um, so you can go back through there. Um, and then checking with your doctor. Um, we, of course, always recommend a functional medicine doctor because they get to the root of the issue. Um, and you'll want to have your levels checked with with the doctor. And you can get certain blood tests that um, will test long-term blood sugar. It's called a hemoglobin A1C. So that could be something that your doctor would order for you um, to see what your blood, blood sugar has been over like a three-month period. Which is important, yeah. Keeping yeah. track of that is super important. <clears throat> and then, you know, again, if you don't want to go the doctor route, you want to be your own little experiment. Eat something, see how you feel, test it yourself. Um, but if you start to see inconsistencies and it's not going away by changing your food, by doing the sleep hacks, 
by doing all the things that we're giving you, you don't want to mess with it. Because again, that's a sign of like pre-diabetes. Get to a doctor, get it checked out. That's nothing to fool with when, when it comes to that. So definitely get it checked out. Um, exercise. So this word used to scare me, Stephanie. I hated exercise. I, and even in my, the beginning of my health journey, I never liked exercise. Um, if you would have told me I was a person who was exercising from home, I would have laughed at you. Like I always had to be somewhere. I had to be around people. I just, I was not self-motivated when it came to exercise. Um, and I know that was a big part of my problem with the crash, crashing in the afternoon was that I was just waking up, having my coffee, doing life, getting no movement at all whatsoever. And so, you know, for people who medically can't exercise, maybe they have some ailments, they just can't get out there and do it. A couple suggestions I have for that group of people. Park further away in the parking lot and walk a little bit further to where you normally would. Don't always get the front row first parking spot. Um, if you're at your desk all day long, set an alarm on your phone or um, on your Apple watch, whatever it is device you have and get up every hour and just walk for five minutes, every hour, five minutes, go to the bathroom, go say hi to your coworkers, be the light in your office, be excitable, you know, just go do something for five minutes, just get up and walk around. Um, it doesn't have to be anything insane, like hit training or CrossFit or anything like that to get some movement in, but it is essential to get movement in. And like Stephanie was saying earlier, in the moment when you are so dead tired and just wanna like sit on the couch and nap, push yourself to go walk, push yourself to go and do something, even if it's stretching, like people don't realize stretching increases blood flow. And when you increase the blood flow, you get a little rise in energy. So even something, and then stretching is wonderful for you for all walks of life, whether you're a young athlete or you're an older adult who just doesn't get around very much, stretching is essential. So don't discount a simple stretch. It will definitely help you. And then again, to reiterate what Stephanie said about exercising, don't exercise three hours before bed just because your endorphins, your dopamine, everything's gonna be geared up, you're going, you're, you know, and you you want your body to be settling down at that time, not rising up. Some of these kids, I can't believe it. Some of my son's friends work out at 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, how, how do you do that? I'm sleeping. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm an hour in, man. No way. I'm in my deep sleep, right? <laughs> I, I wanted to throw in there too, that um, if there, you know, if you do have some type of condition where you can't be doing high impact, you can't be jumping or squatting or lunging or you know running on the treadmill there are so many other things um swimming you can find something that you love to do and make it part of your day um you know just walking like maria said um walking extra taking the stairs um and a lot of the the fitness watch watches will tell you to get up at 10 to the hour every single hour um, I know Fitbits want you to get 250 steps an hour. So if you haven't gotten that, it'll be like, get up and move. Um, and I think Apple watches want you to do it for like two minutes, like time to, it says time to get up and move. I love it. Um, two minutes of, of just moving around. So 
you know, it's important. And these fitness trackers tell you to do it for a reason. It's very important to get up and get moving if you're sitting a lot. And never underestimate putting on some crisscross and jump, jump, (laughs) dancing like all to yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And love it. I love it. I love turning the music up and dancing. So (laughs) love that. If only people could see me in my house sometimes, they would probably put me in a hospital. Sometimes I have to like look out my window. Like no one can see me, right? As I'm like doing the Roger Rabbit while I'm making dinner. <laughs> I love it. Um, what about oils? What are some of your favorite oils? So I love the lavender for um evening for sleep. Um the frankincense is one of my favorite smells. Is it? Um, yeah, I love it. It reminds me of Christmas. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, It smells amazing. But um, there's a a lot of energizing oils that you can use. Um, I don't know which ones you like for energy. I don't. I love Motivate by doTERRA. And if anybody needs a good doTERRA dealer, I always call her my oil dealer. I love my (laughs) girl, Sandra. (laughs) Um, But I love Motivate and I love Peppermint peppermint gets me energized so every morning I've got peppermint and lavender in my diffuser and it's a good combination of like calming but energizing I don't know I love it it's a great combination so oils are great um let's talk about nutrition how the deficiencies being um, nutrient deficient so what are some ways that you make sure you're not nutrient deficient well I always start with phytonutrients Um, whole food, eating as many colors as I can of fruits and vegetables, more vegetables than fruit. I really don't eat a lot of fruit personally. Um, I have a a couple servings a day, sometimes one, Um, but I really pack in the veggies. So getting in all those different colors, eating the rainbow um, is vital to me keeping my energy up. Um, I make sure I incorporate vegetables into every single meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and sometimes snacks. Um, And then, of course, juice plus, because 30 plus fruits and vegetables that I can flood my body with to keep me going throughout the day um, and keep my gut healthy. Yeah. How about you? Same. Um, You know, the you know us being health coaches it's funny I think people just automatically seem we always have these beautiful well-balanced plates you know like all and it's not like that I mean you know gosh life is crazy I've got a family of seven it's insane some people don't like this other people don't like this and I'm not cooking a thousand different things for people so I do my best I mean I always have vegetables um, with my meals, whatever it is, my kids don't always eat it, but it, it's there there, you know, it's available to whoever wants to fruit has become a dessert for me. Like when I start craving something sweet and sugary fruit has replaced that. So I don't go to cookies and I don't go to, um, you know, candy as much. It's more, I, I want an orange or I want a kiwi or, or something, um, sweet. So that's how I utilize fruit in my diet. Um, making sure I have a good amount of protein with every meal. Obviously, there's a lot of nutrients that are in good quality protein. And then 100% with Juice Plus. Um, Juice Plus is a part of everybody's life in my family. Um, My husband actually doubles his Juice Plus because he's a bigger guy. 
he works out constantly. He, he probably works out in an athlete's performance way of working out. And so athletes need even more fruits and vegetables than us regular folk um, because they work so hard and they're just depleting their system of so much stuff when they're working hard. So definitely Juice Plus is the one that bridges the gap for me. Um, I It's been a part of my family's life. Well, Kate started first about almost now going on six years. And then we jumped on the bandwagon about four years ago. And um, life has been awesome since. I'll tell you, it's not just energy. It's our skin health. Like our skin has all improved. My kids' acne has improved. Eczema, asthma, like with Nevaeh has gone away. Um, It's helped helped with the gut issues because, you know, one thing people don't realize is the healthy gut isn't just about eating the amounts of fruits and vegetables, it's the variety. And who's eating 31 different fruits and vegetables on the daily? Nobody is. But with Juice Plus, you get that. So it's super important. And um, it's it's definitely a big part of our lives. But I'm going to piggyback what Stephanie says. Whole real food is the way to get your nutrition, nutrition deficiencies up. Supplements are not. Isolated vitamins and minerals, we're finding more and more problems with them. So you get it from whole food. And Juice Plus is not a supplement. It is whole food. There's nothing else in it but food. So that's why I love it so much. Um, but anytime you can grab a handful of spinach or eat a humongous salad, always go that route first. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And our last one, hopefully you guys have a ton of notes. I want to hear from you. If Let me stop right now and say, like Stephanie and I are new to this podcast thing. The only way that this information is going to get out there and get to the masses, it's free, awesome information that everybody needs to know, is if you guys subscribe to our channels on whatever uh, platform you like, but also leave us a review. If you felt that you got a lot of information and you like us and you think we're doing a decent job, give us a five-star review, please, and, and share it with your friends because that's how we're going to get out to the masses. And we need this information to get out to people. So please, 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 I appreciate you. And I thank you for doing that. Stephanie, last one. Hydration. Hydration. You talk. Water. (laughs) Um, There you go. Get it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you want to drink a minimum of half your body weight in ounces. Um, so if you are 160 pounds, you're going to want to drink 80 ounces of water. Um, if you exercise a lot or you sweat a lot, I am a huge, embarrassingly, I am a huge sweater. Um, when I, I don't have to do much during my workouts to break out in a sweat. And if I'm working hard, it's dripping off of me. I look like I just took a shower. So, um, I need even more, more than half my body weight when I'm getting in those really, really intense workouts. So if you're working out an hour at the gym, you got to replace all of that sweat. Um, and then there's, do you want to talk a little bit about the electrolyte that you can Yes. Put? Yeah. I just I got, that, but that's I heard why everything. I left you. Those that are watching are like, where'd Maria go? Woo! I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this was Okay, so I have a lot of athletes in my family, and I hate Gatorade. Hate it. Um, we'll probably get banned because I said that, but whatever. <laughs> but hopefully not. Killing kids with sugar and 
um, food dyes is just not the way to do it, guys. I, it, I cringe when I see little kids with Gatorades. I'm sorry, I do. So I was on the hunt for something else because my kids are active. They're athletes. They're sweating. They're, you know, going and they need to get those electrolytes replenished. So this right here, it's called LMNT. It has a great amount of sodium, potassium, and magnesium in it. There are no artificial fruit flavors in it. Um, there's no food dyes. They come in a bunch of different flavors and they're so yummy. And we're not big enough yet to have, um, you know, a sponsorship with them. However, um, Sean Stevenson of the Model Health Show does, and he gives away a free sample pack of these. So if you go to lmnt.com forward slash model, you can order yourself a free sample pack of these and taste all the different flavors so you can decide which one you like. And um, this one is watermelon salt. I really like this one a lot. Raspberry is good. Um, but this is what you should be giving to your kids or like Stephanie who sweats a lot and needs to you know, get the electrolytes back in. This is what you should be doing. Not Powerade, not Gatorade, none of those other things that are also with harmful ingredients hurting our kids. So get your free sample pack. And this right here is enough for a gallon of water. Like otherwise it's way too sweet for me. So any half a gallon, kids probably a half a gallon of water for people like me that don't like real sweet stuff, a gallon of water in this little packet. So anyway, that's my, that's my, and I don't even get credit for it. Maybe <laughs> one day I'll be big enough and I'll be like Maria slash Maria, but no, not yet. It'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else you got? Um, so one of the things I love um, is green tea. And it is great for energy. Um, great to have in the afternoon or on cold days when you're, you know, when you want something warm to drink. Um, you can add a little lemon into it. I don't really recommend adding any sweeteners to it if you can just learn to love the um, natural taste of things. Um, but yeah, that's one of the other things that I and love. It's great for antioxidant drink. function too, green tea. Oh my gosh, it does so many great things for your yeah. body. It's like a superfood. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, and then yeah. just let, you know, I know you're sensitive to coffee. Um, just staying away from highly caffeinated drinks. It, it's like your body's tired. You think you should go and jump on caffeine, but really stay away from that. You know, like drink some more water, stretch, go for a walk, try some of these other things to get your energy back at that time, but don't get going on caffeine. It's just not, it's just not a good habit to get into. And most of the caffeine drinks are laden with sugar, which is going to spike your sugar and then you're going to crash. Mm -hmm. Um, Vicious you know, cycle. some people are drinking black coffee, you know, and I, I understand that some people are drinking um, sugar-free ways of caffeine, but a lot of them, you know, those five-hour energies and all of the, you know, big coffee companies, you go through and order a latte or a mocha, whatever you're ordering, and it's just a bunch of sugar and you're going to crash. You're not going to feel well after that. It's not going to do what you're, you're aiming to do, which is to boost you up and then overall health is deplenished like it's it's yeah. not it, it might be a quick fix but it overall it's going to hurt you for sure in the long run so stay away yeah. 
it is a diuretic. And if you're drinking too much of it, Maria and I are both huge coffee fans. Oh yeah. Um, but if you're drinking coffee all day long to keep your energy up, you, it, you know, it's a diuretic. You're peeing out a lot of the nutrients that you need. So, um, you know, you could be taking all of these supplements and multivitamins and all of these over-the-counter things trying to, it's just going to counteract that. You're going to be just shutting all of it in your yeah. urine. So We create like a vicious cycle. And, and I think like over time, people don't realize it, but it is this vicious cycle that just keeps going and going. And before you know what that one thing is, that's creating the negative effects, you're so into the cycle that it's so hard to figure it out. So and hard to break. Yeah. Very hard to break. Yeah. Once you get addicted to those things are very hard to get. So, you know, hopefully you guys learned some good tips. I hope that you took notes again, please share with your friends, just share this episode or share our podcast, give us a five-star review. And we are going to keep going for you guys once a week on Thursdays at 1030. We do this live on YouTube, um, but we, we just want to help you. And if you have requests, if you want things that you want us to talk about, send it in. Absolutely. Let us know if there's, you know, something that you're stuck on or confused with. Um, and we'd be happy to help. There is one more thing I want to add really quick, just to yeah. close this out. And that's if you have tried all of these things that we are um, recommending or, you know, telling you that works for us um, and, and know that do work. If you have tried all of these things and nothing is working for you, there may be something bigger going on in your body. And we mentioned earlier throughout the things that we talked about, you know, going to your doctor, but that would be a time to get to your doctor, have some blood work, your uh, blood work taken. Um, your, you know, your thyroid could, could be having some problems, your adrenals. Um, we talked about your blood sugar, your insulin, um, you know, if all else fails, there could be something something else underlying going on in your body that you need to address. Such a good point. And just from my experience alone, don't give up on being an advocate for yourself. It took me going five years, six different doctors for somebody to finally realize that I had Hashimoto's. Every time I would go to the doctor, they would do a simple blood test. Everything looks great. I know it's not great. I know something's going on. Please just, can you figure it out? Five doctors over six years. Finally, somebody found it. So never give up. Keep going to different doctors. Don't if you don't like what you hear from the one, go find another. But my end result was from a functional medicine doctor. So if you want to skip the chaos, go right to one of those. Yes. <laughs> wow, what a testimony! Thank you for sharing that. That's incredible. Yeah. Five doctors. Gosh, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So will you guys all have a great week, and we will see you again next week. Thank Thanks you for tuning in. Bye. See you soon. Bye.